Hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm Liz Wilson. I'm Christoph Defoe. Today, we are going to be talking about the events of this past week and basically how they've been affecting us on a personal level. But first, before we get into it, I want to remind you that if you like our show, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, check out our Patreon, and tell your friends to listen. New episodes post Mondays at noon Eastern on all the major podcast channels. Also, be sure to check out our sponsor, Cannibal & Co., located in downtown Jersey City, and shop Cannibal.com. We're grateful to Cannibal for sponsoring our show. Condemning gay people to hell. Outright condemning gay people. Not outright. (laughs) Not outright. I mean, he's not. I mean, right. I mean, the Catholic Church was complicit with the Holocaust, right? With in Germany, uh, right? Uh, Churches in general were very complicit with that. Um, You know, you know, one of the some of the 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 beasts that really, the beast, the evil beasts, right? uh, That were that are consistently, (laughs) consistently complicit with the most horrible regimes are. Uh, uh, old school churches, whatever yeah. the like, new school churches are usually pretty progressive well, about these things. Yeah, right. They're lighter on their feet; they can adapt more quickly. Exactly, exactly. The old school, the churches that are better have a lot of 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 momentum behind them already. And then corporations; those mm-hmm. are the two that are always complicit with whatever evil is going on. They're yeah. like, yeah, sure, whatever, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. they have a lot in common. They both want to maintain the status quo because they're benefiting from it. That's exactly so, right. That's exactly yeah. right. And they're all both top-down hierarchies, right? Yeah. Which, which is uh-huh. like, we're like, oh yeah, we're, we're definitely good with top-down hierarchy. That's how we run. That, that's our whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Salad guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're no gonna problem. be okay here, right? So okay, then that's fine. Just do right. whatever you want. It's fine. Oh, slave labor. Oh, mm. You mean we don't have to pay the workers? Perfect. Yes. Yes. Sign us up. I mean, this Bible is great because you can find something in there to justify anything that you want to do. Really, so <laughs> it really is kind of great. It really is great. It really is great. You can, uh, you can just any. You can cherry pick whatever you want. Ignore what you want. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and look, I mean, you can even in the case of American slavery, you can even have a Bible specifically for enslaved people, right? Mm. That 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 tells them that that cuts out all the parts about in any kind of individual freedom or anything like that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can you can actually manicure it for your own for your own exact purposes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have all these versions. This is just another version. Yeah, you know, I I. I'm I'm care I'm careful not to hog the spotlight on this right because like the in in the same way that I think that ultimately white supremacy is is really and the problem of white supremacy is is really at the end of the day like an economic problem right because and 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 a lot of Martin Luther King recognized this um WEB Du Bois uh recognize this which is like once you get past like the underlying problem that the thing that generates white supremacy and keeps it is really is really capital that's really what the problem is fundamentally right because keeping i mean they could have used something else but it happened to be race in america keeping poor or working not poor necessarily but working folks uh split and separated mm. is the point, right? Because and 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 uh, right, destroying solidarity among workers is more the point than the racism. The racism is almost just kind of okay. Well, that's a great way to do it, 
because right. because of the because of the context of this country, right, in the first place, and also slavery itself, this institution of slavery itself is fundamentally a capitalist. Right. A, a capitalist it's just institution. Like the extreme version. Like they weren't hiding the fact that they were trying to like disenfranchise workers and keep them poor. You know, poor and at their and at their mercy. At their mercy. And um, it was like that yeah. like right that like like in like actual chattel slavery is the extreme end of capitalism. That's all it is. Like we are like it, right. it, it's 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 a it's a spectrum. You can go all the way on the other side of a uh, of a European style of capitalism, right? Which is far more humane all the way to the most inhumane version of it, which is like American slavery. So like built on that comes white supremacy, right, necessarily. Right. And then that's how we get here. And fundamentally, you know, guns in America are also a capitalist problem, fundamentally, right? Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. a, a, like a manufacturer, gun manufacturers, right, are like, we want to keep making money this way. And they've bought Congress and they have found a way to connect guns to a whole constituency's identity, which itself Culture, yeah. is is which itself is connected to fear of black people. Right. So it's like this huge. So like so my point is that I I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine from law school about this and, and I was just and she was like, how are you doing? And I was like, not well, Kate, not well. How about yourself? And she's like, well, um, I am really scared for my kids. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like. And I'm just like, I don't have it as bad as most, but it's really scary to be a parent right now. And I was like, yeah, I can imagine that must be really terrifying to send your kids to school every day, even if you live in a blue state, um, but especially if you don't live in a blue state. So I don't want to hog the spotlight in terms of what everyone is going through, because I think anybody who's thinking about this in any serious way is going through a lot. Mm. That said, there's, you know, every time this a kid gets shot like this, especially when it's something like this, where it's just so gratuitous and so just, uh, you know, it always feels very personal to me. And it takes me, it always takes me a few days to sort of like for it to set, settle in. And then one day it just does. And I'm like, whoa, wait, what happened? Um, and that happen and obviously you know i think like everyone else these days we've gotten used to gun violence in some ways we like we have thick skin in a lot of ways i think mm -hmm. um, as americans at this point um and certainly black people have thick skins for all sorts of different reasons and it's like literally a whole culture has developed around surviving right this environment as a black as a black person um but uh, but still it penetrates through and, you know, and, uh, and it happens to coincide with other things that are going on in my life as well, which are stressful. So, so it was a definitely, it was definitely like a, a really rough week. And I, something that we've talked, we've talked about a lot and that is, you know, and I almost feel bad about it and bad saying it, but it's like, there's a part of me that wants people to care more. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, you know, that that is like and I think, you know, uh, I'm a human being. And so I'm, you know, Christoph centric. I mean, obviously, that's what it is to be a human being, um, to be set, you know, to think of myself, think of the world through my perspective, but to understand and experience the world that way. Um, but nevertheless, um, I was talking to a friend of mine, my friend Lauren, who I um, 
who is wonderful. And I was just like, you know, you know, on Monday I had to go to this meeting at work. Right. And I'm like, and you know, Monday was the day, right. When it was big in the news, everyone's and I was just like, I just like felt like I had gotten hit in the face, hit, hit, mm -hmm. with, hit with a bat. And I'm like, and now I'm going to have to go to work and I'm going to have to pretend that I'm good and upbeat and happy because yeah, you know, I'm working on this project and this project, you know, and you know, uh, and, and the folks at work will like, you know, it's, it's, it's just so it's difficult. And I imagine you must experience this as well. And I imagine as a parent, if, as, as a woman, as a, as a person, as a gay person, if any, anyone who's out there, you know, just like these issues are so personal to you, to right. me and like, and so obviously not to other people, um, that, it is that almost makes it worse. Like, you know, and these are, it's not the people that I understand the guys who watch Fox News and are gun nuts <clears throat> and are bigots. And I see them online and they're bigots and I know where to, where, where to put them in my head. I know where they belong. I know. And, but like the people that are supposed to be close to me, right? The people who are supposed to care about what's going on with me, um, I, I, you know, it's so easy for me, rightly or wrongly, to feel like these folks are just not there with it, like are are just not not getting it right. Um, and like you know, in a frowny face on Instagram, right? It's nice, I guess, and and I and you know, I think that's better than most. Um, mm. But uh, but you know, but I I wonder. I wonder how they feel uh, feel that, and I mean, maybe you know, you're like this too. I mean, I'm a deeply feeling person, right? It, that's just how, like, sort of how I am. So, um, when someone in my life is going through something, um, it feel it can feel personal to me, right? It can feel personal to me, and I want to reach out to them. I want, and I and I can put myself in their shoes and say to myself, like, "Wow, that's got to be fucking brutal." Let me, and my next reaction is maybe I should reach out to them, right? Um, so this is not necessarily about white people not being good enough allies. I don't think it's necessarily about that. It might be um, in some cases. Um, and and I, I, I've thought about this a lot. And might it also just be like people being people and people are obsessed with whatever themselves and their own lives and their own problems and, and yeah. Um, but anyway, so that are those that is like the the swirling mass of things that's been going through my mind over the last uh, several days since this all happened. It happens every time, by the way, this happens, which is, as you know, quite frequent. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's so much um, disassociation that's happening because it's like if you're paying attention, you know. Like, look at each of these things separately. The way that black lives are at risk every time, like you know, not valued, you know, mm -hmm. yep. over and over and over and over again in very brutal ways. And then the response to the brutality is so underwhelming. Um, so you take that and then you take gun violence is like. It's a whole other set of things. And I mean, I guess I should speak for myself. It's just, it, I saw this meme that was like, my ability to disassociate has become, it's too, it's got, I've gotten too good at it because now I'm just like watching the collapse of America. And I'm like, yeah, that happens to empires. 
let me go look at some like dog beanies on Amazon or whatever, you know, like I think there's a lot of that going on, but I mm. think that I was thinking about this, uh, in terms of, there's like this, I, this repetition, the, the, the school shootings, the, um, black folks getting shot for, you know, having a broken taillight, um, knocking on somebody's door, a literal child. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just happens so many times. So it's just like beats you down. And I can't, I was thinking about this in terms of like when, when Roe was overturned and kind of what you were saying about how it takes, you then had to go to a meeting and you're feeling like beat up, like you're like physically impacted by it, but you look the same. And everyone's kind of acting like nothing happened. You know, I identify with that in when that, when Roe got overturned, just the feeling of like, (laughs) y'all, the world just got turned upside down and you're still going to the grocery store. (laughs) I don't understand what's happening. How are we not talking about this? Um, And like the silence from a lot of men similar i think similar feeling like kind of like it's not that i don't think you understand well you don't understand (laughs) (laughs) but especially white men like it's not that i don't think you care it's that i don't think you recognize how much my humanity needs to be reaffirmed right now Mm -hmm. like i need you to be like hey i see you i see this thing happened and that it speaks to who you are as a person and your worth as a person. And I'm going to tell you that it's bullshit, right? Like, I mean, that's for me. I don't want to speak for you, but like, that's what I thought of when you were talking about it. Like, yeah, it's just, and, and it's hard, like you said, because if you haven't had those experiences, you know, if you're not black in America, if you don't have a uterus in America, like, or anywhere like you don't have the experience it's not you it's not personal and that's the thing the bridge i feel like that is so hard to like get across yeah it's one thing to understand it intellectually and it's another thing to live in the skin you know that's right that's right and and well said very well said and that's exactly exactly right is you know i i don't I believe I do believe um, <laughs> certainly anybody who's friends with me is going to fucking hear about it. So mm-hmm. um, I do believe that <clears throat> folks um, in and in, in of course and white men tend to be the the worst offenders here, right? Just because to your point, um, don't have all the, the lived experience really of of oppression really in general. There's economic oppression, perhaps, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But that's there's really difficulties. there's difficulties. Certainly, you know, yes. I mean, life is hard, right? Um, yeah, but, but that's uh, very different from living in a system that's built specifically to for your disadvantage. That's like, right. Exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. And and that's exactly right. And so what I am looking for from people who are close to me is exactly what you said, is that affirmation, that recognition that like, wow, this isn't just a shitty thing that happened. Like, you know, um, like uh, there was a tornado 
in 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 the Midwest or a horrible hurricane mm-hmm. in Florida and people died. Like that's what it feels like. People are or people are reacting that or this general idea that racism happens in America and people are like, God damn, that's so fucking awful. But that's a really different thing than, oh no, this is this is this is very specific to my humanity to my personhood and um and as i can only imagine every time every single time one of these transgender bands and mm. gender against gender affirming care like these are yeah. direct assaults on in people's individual uh, individuality on, on who they right. are and that is something that for some reason um uh, well there are a lot of reasons but uh, that that the, the the people that are in power who are overwhelmingly white men just don't get and now we can give we can give we can make excuses and say well you know that's not their lived experience and that is true but the difference but there are guys who do though right yeah. so so that's the so that's where it's that possible. that it's possible yeah. and what it takes is work right, right. And, and that is why that's the part that really drives me crazy right yeah. that's the part that really drives me crazy at the end of the day i'm glad we're talking about this because i haven't really broken it down this level to, to this level yeah. that's what the part that breaks me down it's like if that really kills me because it's like you could get it right but you but you haven't made it a priority you, you haven't, haven't made you, any you, effort you did not make any effort. Not even that first step of acknowledging nope. that there's something to get half exactly. the time, right? Exactly. Not oh, it's dr- And it, I think it, about that it's it's interesting too because you think about masculinity in this country and what is antithetical to masculinity is vulnerably vu- vulnerability. So yes. like in order to accept that there's something that you should look at or there's something wrong, you have to be vulnerable and 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 Risk being wrong, risk um, being upset about something, risk, Mm -hmm. you know, looking weak. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like this huge hurdle that's stopping. Because like, listen, I'm married to one of those white dudes who does get it. Right. And I've like seen, he's always, you know, he grew up um, in a liberal house and he you know was certainly given these messages growing up but even that even like in his 30s i watched his evolution firsthand you know especially like we've all i feel like evolved a lot in the last five to ten years especially um so it's been really interesting to see like for someone who's already open it took work to even be more open. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And he That's was right. ready and willing and up for it. Right. And yeah. still, still, right? That's the weirdest thing is that white men, the, the people who need it, the need that work the most have the largest obstacles built mm. into that desire, right? First of all, yeah. why should they, right? right? They they have no incentive to. They're right. winning, right? And I think you that's know. the key right there. It's mm-hmm. like, why would you change something that you don't think is broken? That's working exactly. for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's working for you, right? And uh, this whole system is working for you. Why should I want to change this, right? And then even if you get past that step then there's the step of being like wow that means i need to be thoughtful about myself which mm-hmm. men are not in this culture at all taught to be mm-hmm. thoughtful about ourselves like we're mm-hmm. not we're you're just not you're just right, actively discouraged to be thoughtful about yourself to be thoughtful about anything really but certainly about yourself mm-hmm. um 
And that's a huge obstacle. But at the same time, what I don't want to fall into is uh, a friend of mine who is very progressive and a very thoughtful guy. Um, but uh, but all, uh, he posted this meme um, about like the Bud Light transgender, <laughs> you know, like yeah. LGBT thing. And the whole thing was like, there was this white dude and he's like older white guy, you know, the kind of guy who you see with like the wraparound sunglasses, the whole fucking mm-hmm. thing. And Say he's no like, more. yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's like to, with like the selfie in his pickup truck is like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like that's like his profile picture, like the whole fucking thing. So he's mm-hmm. like, you know, and he's like, um, uh, and he's like, oh, I don't care about, you know, the LGBT, uh, whether or not people let people live what they want. I don't care if someone's LGBT or he used um, uh, a transphobic word for trans for a trans person. Of course. Um, uh, I love my Bud Light and uh, and I don't care and I don't care. I'm going to drink it. So and and this guy, my friend, holds this up. He's like, this guy's a king. I'm like, what? <sighs> so you're saying that the fact that he's not an active bigot, even though he's still using transphobic language, but he's act, but he's th- that he's willing to put his beer love for beer above his hate, <laughs> it, like for his shitty beer, by the way, like a shitty, yeah. sh- like fundamentally shitty beer, like the butt of every joke, like the worst beer. And you're like the trashiest beer. And you're like, oh, he, he should get a cookie for that. And I was the like, bro, I was like, no, so no, no. The bar is so low. low. And that's my point. The bar is so low. We're sitting here saying like, oh, man, at least some of these guys are actually thinking about it. Like, I mean, that is really that, that is actually pretty good. Right. That is pretty good. But like when we're talking about like, thank God, this guy, like we should give this guy a cookie because he's not an outright bigot. You know, it's like, no, 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 no. It's we like have when give, people we, were we, talking we, about how great Pence was because he didn't break the law and say exactly. that we couldn't confirm Biden as president. Like, right, right. He literally did the bare minimum of the what you're supposed minimum. to do. And people were like, this guy's amazing because he's not. It, Destroying the Capitol building. Right, right. And I mean, also, right, we were just talking about the Pope earlier, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, thank God this Pope, it, the, the, this Pope is not as bad as the other ones. And yeah. because relative, relatively speaking, he isn't, right? And right. that is true. But at the right. same time, does he deserve a cookie for that? Right. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, because he's not condemning right. LGBTQ people. I mean, come on, right? right? So, I mean, no, 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 no. That should be the baseline this is for some, all of This us. is like where so much of the frustration that black people and women and gender nonconforming queer people, all of us <laughs> who have to fight for every fucking crumb, it's, it's, it's so exhausting and so infuriating. And these like dudes just literally literally are just like not punching people and everyone's kissing their asses it's right. like <laughs> not shooting people not shooting people you're like yeah. oh thank god you're not one of those guys who shoots people what? and then if you complain about it then you're being a whiny little bitch and um snowflake etc snowflake <laughs> yeah it's 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 a lot it's a lot and like right we deal with this every day it's the burden that we carry every day and i don't ask and i don't think you ask i don't think any of us ask for for a special treatment no don't ask don't ask for uh to walk around I, i i i actively do not want white people's pity i do not want pity i don't want people like oh that poor black person i don't want that shit at all but but like you would think on the day that the black person get the black child gets shot, that a friend might say, 
God damn, bro. Like, you must be going through some shit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, like, you, you, that is, that is, and again, we're talking some minimum standards here. Like, right. minimum fucking standards, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're not going to get that. And and every time, I know I'm not going to get that now, right? I know exactly who will text me. I know exactly who will call me. And I know exactly who will not. And it's the same every time. And so I've gotten used to that. But mm-hmm. every time, it is like, it, I... I was talking to my friend Lauren about this. Like I, I seethe. I just seethe, yeah. and it's not even about the guy who shot the black kid. It's not that mm-hmm. I expect. That I expect. Mm-hmm. I don't expect anything better from an eighty-five-year-old guy from Missouri who's been watching Fox News probably for the last twenty years. Like that's exactly what I expect from him, but not from the people in my life, right? And that's hard. Yeah. That's hard. Yeah, uh, I think one of the things we can do. To help because I think part of the problem is that people don't understand. I think I think we've gotten too good at masking, mm-hmm. right? Going about your day despite the fact that, you know, you're in, your world is crumbling or, you know, you've just been told by the government that you're not a full human being. Like... We just have to get by, right? So this is how we do it. We mask. And I think part of the problem with that, there are many, but one of them is that people don't realize what it's doing to us. And they don't even understand that we need the support. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? And we're not going to ask for it. I think that's right. I think that's <laughs> so this right. is just to say to everyone who's listening, reach out to your black friends, reach out to your neighbors, reach out to the women in your life when something like this happens. And let them know that you see them and that you're pissed about it. Yeah. yeah. Check in. Check in. Just check in. It makes a difference. Uh, and it do- it really does make a difference. And uh, something we talk about on the show a lot is how can we make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. In a world where, in a world that is so big, that is so profoundly outside of our control, um and uh and so and like i mean we are watching the united states certainly states within the united states slide into full-on theocracy style like neo-theocracy fascist right i mean we're what it's literally happening and 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 anyone who is denying it at this point is like is just you, look at Florida. It's delusional. It's del- you have to be delusional if you if you're not seeing what's going on. Power mm-hmm. grabs. It's mm-hmm. it, it's it, like anti democracy. How about in Texas? Like right, literally pardoning. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, like it, the, the pardoning the 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 black life. The guy who drove a car into mm-hmm. a black life mm-hmm. protest. Right, so like we're to watching this see. happen. Tennessee. Uh, mm-hmm. It's over and over again. Over and over and over again. We're watching these things happen, and 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 you know so. It's really overwhelming and it's really hard to watch. And our hands and my hands, I'm sure yours do too, feel like they are tied. But what yeah. can we do? And that is be there for each other. We say at the end of every fucking show, right? Be there for each other. That is what you can do. That is the little world in which you can. And if you're not prepared to do even that, 
then don't call yourself pro-social justice. Don't call yourself on the team because you're not on the team. Yeah. You are a you are you are the white moderate. You are yeah. like that is who the white moderate is. Yeah. That's the person who says, yeah, I agree with you, but I don't want to get involved. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what the, the white thing, moderate right? is. You got to put yourself aside. And I think the other thing that holds people back is they're afraid of saying the wrong thing or like. Yes, I think that's true. Too. I don't think there's anything you're going to say that's not going to be the right thing. The fact that that's you're right. trying is what matters. I think that's right. I think and that's right. Be open right. to being corrected if you are really, you know, off base. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> just try. I, mean, I just can't imagine anybody who's my friend, like anyone no. who I, any of my friends saying something that's like out, like just like racist. Like, no. like, well, no, of course not. No. Like, no, of course not. You wouldn't be my friend if you were that kind of person, right? Like, right. we're friends because I, I, I trust you, right? Mm -hmm. I mean that, you know. And believe me, like women, I, I'm sure, like, goddamn, women, of course, have this these sort of spidey sense. Right, mm -hmm. like you know, if a guy's a fucking creepster, right? A guy that you know, I, you know, I I know this with a white person within fifteen minutes of meeting them, I know all I all I need to know about where they stand on on race and racism. I can I, I can the context clues, I get it, yeah. and I, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, but. You know, but my fault. My false positives are uh, my false <laughs> positives are rare, right? Like you know, I I know what I'm talking about. I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. You know, you know yeah. what I mean. I feel yeah. like women get this as well, mm -hmm. right? Um, and and I'm sure uh, not gender non-conforming folks do too. Is this oh, person yeah. safe or is they are they not? That's right? exactly it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Yep. Um, and so if you are if 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 if, <laughs> if I expect or would hope that you might reach out to me in a circumstance like this. I assure you, you are on the safe side. <laughs> yes. Take that chance. It's Take worth that it. chance. It's worth it. It's mm -hmm. worth it. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a week. Yeah. And uh, and there will be other weeks like it because nothing has changed. So, <laughs> yeah, which is what's yeah. almost so hard about it, because it's like you can't even it's not like a thing you can process and move on from because it's just going to happen again and again, you know? You, you know it will. You know yeah. it will. So do you have any final thoughts for us, Defo? Well, uh, I guess so. I mean, I think the gist is that if we are interested in being social justice advocates on our in our personal lives, I think the first thing we can do is start being really compassionate about folks who are going through difficult moments. And that can be parents who are going through, uh, you know, who's, who are dealing with fear about kids going to school. We can deal with people of color. We can deal with um, non-gender non-conforming folks because these events are very personal to them, right? Mm -hmm. And it, even though it may not feel like great school shootings don't feel as personal to me as a kid getting sh a black kid getting shot but it doesn't mean that it doesn't feel that way for somebody else right right um, and I think that's an important that kind of compassion and empathy I think is something that we can do to be social justice advocates in our day-to-day -day lives and I think I think that's my takeaway from today yeah that's a great takeaway and I will put my stamp on that of approval. <laughs> Remember, if you like our show, make sure to subscribe, leave a review, check out our Patreon, and tell your friends to listen. New episodes post Mondays on all the major podcast channels. Please connect with us on social media because we love you and we want to talk to you. Until next time, please care for each other, share your experience, strength, and hope with each other, 
and with the people you love. 